Hey readers, welcome to Your Bookstore Besties. We're your hosts, Rachel and Becky, best friends who met while working at an indie bookstore. We love chatting about all things books, and we're so happy that you joined today. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. This is Your Bookstore Besties, and I'm Becky. And I'm Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Becky. Sorry Happy I'm late. Year. It's okay. You're fine. I forgive you. <laughs> She's a whole 30 minutes late, y'all. No. <laughs> I know. I was 30 minutes late. Oops. I've been trying to tell Rachel that she needs to use her calendar and put things in her calendar, but she uh, she lives by brain brain alone. So <laughs> <laughs> I operate on memory alone, which is probably why I forget things uh, sometimes. Oops. It's okay. It's okay. Um, Happy November. Yes, happy November. I am appalled that we are here. Um, what do you mean? Oh, like that is November already? <laughs> like it's November already. I was like, are you appalled to be on the podcast? <laughs> no, no. no. Um, yeah, the reason I was 30 minutes late is I was trying to pull a gone girl and disappear from the podcast forever. <laughs> no, um, it's just I can't believe it's November already. Yeah, it's I, your birthday month. It is. And David's birthday is actually tomorrow. Oh, really? Oh, happy birthday, yeah. David. I know he can't. So, hear. we're going to go to this nice um, place. It's called Bloom Southern Kitchen. Ooh. And this is a place I was actually considering doing my rehearsal dinner at. Oh. Um, but it, it doesn't have an elevator, which is a problem for some okay. guests. Yeah. So, um, but no, they do like fancy contemporary spins on like Southern food, mm-hmm. which. Mm-hmm. I I ate there on the day that we had that meeting and it was delicious. I had a shrimp po' boy, which was fantastic. They also do like um, upscale chicken and waffles and like, yeah. um, I don't know what else, like fancy biscuit trays and uh, fried green tomatoes and hush puppies and stuff like that. You're making my mouth water right now. <laughs> um, so I think we're going to go there tomorrow for lunch mm-hmm. and then we're going to go to dinner with my parents and my brother. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. So yeah, full full day of, of yeah. good food and just hanging out and I need to bring my car into the shop. So yeah. that's fun. <laughs> so I have a question. Are you like um like so some people are, you know, as soon as Halloween is over, they start like prepping for Christmas and they're in Christmas mode and they decorate for Christmas. Like, are you like that? Are you like, no, let's get through Thanksgiving for it? Like what kind of girly are you? Um, I'm a let's enjoy the fall while it's fall. Yeah, yeah. And I and I mean, it's a selfish reason also because my birthday is the end of November. So I Mm -hmm. like to, you know, not feel like I'm skipping straight to Christmas because of that. Yeah. Because I was born in Thanksgiving. So I'm Uh a Thanksgiving baby. I I like Thanksgiving. I love that. Um, I bet your parents were thankful for you. My mom was not thankful that I decided <laughs> to show up and she got hospital food and everyone else oh, had no. got, like home cooked meal. But she um, should hold that over your head for the rest of your life. She mentions it every time, every every year on my birthday. She's like, yeah, this time, you know, 28, 29 years ago, I was just in the hospital with no good food. And I'm oh like, oh, well, sorry, mom. <laughs> my but, bad. But no, I usually decorate for Christmas um, around Black Friday is when I start getting okay. into the Christmas spirit. So Ooh. end of November, we usually take uh, time on that weekend to just put the tree up, put the uh-huh. 
Uh, I mean, I have a small apartment, so it's not like I have lights outside or anything, yeah, but yeah. are you going to decorate? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not sh- sure yet, you know, cause I've lived in an apartment up until now. And uh, here's another plug at me owning a house. You know, I don't, I spend all the time <laughs> talking about owning a house now, now that I have one, but, um, no, I, I'm not sure yet. Like I, I didn't think I would like decorate for Halloween slash fall, but then I like I don't know the, the the white girl spirit within me was like you must buy pumpkins you must buy a skeleton so I don't yeah. know we'll see when the spirit hits if I'm gonna you know decorate for Christmas or if I'm gonna put a few more fall things out for Thanksgiving I don't know who knows? I have to we'll ask see. you a very niche question and Ooh, either you're gonna it. know exactly what I'm talking about or you're gonna okay. have no idea okay do you buy the Target birds I don't know what that means ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> So Target has what's their brand? Threshold, I guess, is their mm-hmm, brand. Yeah. They have a brand or a line of um birds that are decorated for holidays. Okay, yeah, you, I have seen those. Uh, you I have, have not, seen them. Okay. I've seen them, yeah. But you don't own one, but you've seen I them. I do not, no. I think they're adorable. I gave some to my mom because my mom loves birds. Uh-huh. Um and so maybe next time I'm at Target I'll start the the Christmas shopping oh, as yeah. far as buying like a little little bird. I don't know. We'll That's see. That's so cute. Okay. Maybe we should talk about books today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, this is an announcement. So we, uh, after we uh, recorded our episode with Natalie Lloyd, um, I got an email from Spotify saying that congratulations on your one year anniversary of podcasting. Yay. So just thought I would let you guys know. Thanks. Uh, thanks for being along for the ride. It's been, it's been really fun for me and Rachel. You know, we always say mm-hmm. like we would do this if no one listened, but we're thankful yeah. we got a couple of you. So <laughs> Yeah, thanks for sticking with us for a year. Yeah, yeah, and, it's, um, it's crazy. I hope that we keep doing this for a while. I hope so too. Yeah, and I was actually just like thinking about how much my reading tastes have changed just like in the whole year we've started this podcast. It's just yeah. like really maybe we can do an episode on that, you know, towards the end of the year when we're like looking back. But yeah, how our um, reading tastes have changed and how Rachel has quit reading. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's not a reader; she forgot how to read. No, it's okay. It's, um, I need to know. Um, I know you're going to update us with your current reads because yes. my last read was Haunting uh-huh. Hill House, which we already discussed. But I need to know, have you picked up Britney Spears' memoir yet? Uh, not yet. I'm still on. Let me see. I'm going to look on Libby right now and see how far, how long I have. I cannot wait to read it because I'm like seeing snippets online. Yeah. And I'm like, too. oh, my gosh. Okay, let's see. Libby Apparently says. it was the fastest selling memoir in history. Oh, my gosh. Did you hear that? In 24 I hours. I did not know that. I'm seventh yeah. in line. I started 13th. There are 715 people behind me. So Whoa. <laughs> I, will get it. I will get it in five weeks. So I'm so excited. There you go. But you better believe I'll be talking about it as soon as as soon as I read it. But um so what yeah, have we're you just finished? doing we uh we're just doing like a catch-up episode where I'm just gonna since Rachel hasn't been reading much, no shame there. I'm just gonna tell you guys what I've been reading. And it's uh it's probably it's been a lot, and they're all really, really, really different. Um, so I'm right now in the middle of a book, uh, an audiobook called One of Us is Dead by Geneva Rose. And it's kind of like Gossip Girl meets Real Housewives of Atlanta, but like with murder. Um, and it's set in this really expensive suburb in Atlanta called Buckhead. If you're not from the area, it's really, really expensive. Um, and so it's like uh, a gang of ladies who are frenemies, wealthy adult ladies and you know at the start of the book that one of them is dead at the beginning of the book and it's in the title of of the book and like I said I'm still in the middle of it um so we're trying to piece together who it was and um it's really great if you love other people's drama like I don't like drama for myself but I like oh I like gosh. hearing about other people's drama so we'll see how that one ends but that's what I'm um in the middle of reading right now 
Um, I've heard of that author. I, I've heard good things about Geneva Rose, but okay. I haven't picked up anything by her. I've I've never read her before, so it's my first time. Um, the book I just finished today is called Assistant to the Villain by Hannah Nicole <gasps> Marr. Ooh. <gasps> okay. I Thoughts? loved it. I thought it was yes. really fun okay, and really good. silly. Um, and it's like a grumpy sunshine story uh, where the main character is Evie and she's desperately like searching for a job in her like fantasy world, kingdom-based fantasy world. So she starts working as the assistant to a notoriously wanted by the king grumpy villain who like loves torturing people, just like, he, you know, textbook villain. Um, the villain basically has like produced this empire where he has employees who get like regular paychecks and have benefits and they like drink coffee together, which is just like so goofy to me. Um, and mm-hmm. there's dragons and there's like a frog who wears a crown and writes notes to communicate. Um, I liked it a lot. I laughed a lot. I gasped a lot. Um, and this is the first book in a trilogy. So definitely I'm very excited to read the next one, which comes out next year. So if you're a kind of person who's like, no, I need for all the books to be done. This is not for you. <laughs> so well, yeah. I I have a copy of that book because when it came in, I was like, this sounds really cute. And Dude, I, don't I really know, think you'd the, like it. You'd like it. Well, the Entangled um, Red Tower like imprint uh-huh. has really been uh, putting out things that sound very interesting to yeah, me. So yeah. I want to keep mm-hmm. a close eye on what they uh, keep bringing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm here for it. Um, I'm also rereading Cruel Prince. Um, listening to the audiobook. Ooh. And, um, you know, just sometimes I have a like an itch for some good old fashioned fairy stories. So this is this was hitting the itch. Um, and if you've lived under a rock and you have no idea what I'm talking about, um, it's a trilogy. I guess now it's not a trilogy because she has the new like. Well, it's a trilogy spin-off. and then a spinoff series. Yes, which I haven't read the spinoff, but I will. Um, and so if you don't know the story, it's basically about two twins and their older sister who who we find out their oldest sister is half fae from their mom's previous marriage. Um, and their older sister's biological father comes and kills their parents from our world, then takes the three sisters back to fairy with him. So the three girls are, are raised in fairy and they basically have Stockholm syndrome. Um, the main character in the story is Jude and she's one of the twins and it's told from her perspective and her and her sisters are, basically raised with like gentry fairies and you know the fairies are all beautiful and they're all very cruel and mean to the human girlies um there's also a cruel prince as you know the title says who bullies them there's all these like fights for power and i was just thinking like this book is so great but i hate that this book is young adult like i hate that so much especially because like they were talking they're like i was born in 2001 like they mentioned that in the book and i was just like oh (laughs) it made me so upset to hear that stuff like that yeah i just wish it was an adult book i also wish there were adult scenes in it but (laughs) here we are but uh really good i just got the second audiobook today so i'll be starting you don't own them no i do i do own them but i wanted to listen to them okay so because I got a commute, girl. Because you got the commute, yeah. That yeah. I wonder if I like if I liked audiobooks, how much more I would be I would be reading this year. Because going to and from work, it's about thirty minutes. Dude, you could totally, especially if you like have one point two five speed, like you would be reading very. Do you quickly. ever like drift off the road? I feel like it would make Never, me distracted. No. no. Okay. Wait. Okay. Have we talked about this? Do you you don't picture like when you read books? No. You don't see the images. 
right? No. Okay, that might be why you have a hard time with audiobooks. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just like – I mean, first of all, I, I've always been a – um, what's it called? I'm not a verbal learner or whatever. I'm very yeah. much like pen to paper, making notes, mm-hmm. yeah. writing, yeah. doing graphs. Like if someone is just saying something to me, I'm not going to retain it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've never really given audiobooks a try. Um, also, I just love my music in the car, so I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> like, I can't sing along to an audiobook. That's true, you can't. I mean, um, put on like the Akamaf audiobook, and I'd be able to like recite some stuff, but like that's oh. kind of lame. <laughs> you could get the um, when I read the Jessica Simpson one at the very end, she had like songs that she wrote just for the book that she <laughs> was like, Oh, that's lame. That I know, I was like, Oh, thanks, Jessica. <laughs> That is one of my bookish hates, by the way, Becky, if I haven't told you before, when people put like a playlist at the beginning of a book or uh, music in the book, like lyrics on the page, like, oh, oh, and then she sang me this song from when I was a kid. And it's like, oh, yeah, I don't like reading. songs. I I don't care. I will literally just skip that. I skip it, too. I don't care. The only exception is like um, if at the beginning of some chapters, there's like a little quote or a poem. I will uh-huh. read that. But like the music, the lyric, no, I can't do it. It's so lame. Okay. Yeah. No, that, I think it's lame too. I think it's lame too. Yeah. That's why I've uh, not read Daisy Jones because I feel like it would be a lot of that. Uh, that's really interesting because the next book I read was Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor <laughs> Jenkins Ray. <laughs> what a segue. I had I no idea. That's really that's funny. So funny. I I actually really like this, but I hated the main character. I hated Daisy Jones. I thought she was an awful person, but I liked everybody else. Um, I don't know if that's a hot take or not. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I thought she was a homewrecker. Um, But this is basically a fictional biography of a famous 70s rock band and their drama and their loves and their drugs. (laughs) So... Um, it's basically, based off of Fleetwood Mac? Yeah, it's it's, um, loosely based off of Fleetwood Mac. Um, And it's like... It's told like you're watching a documentary about an old band from the 70s. It's told from like 10 characters' point of view. Um, And I really liked the audiobook because they actually have actors voicing every single character instead of like one person who's doing, you know, all the voices because there's a lot of characters. Um, So if you like audiobooks, this is one I would definitely recommend because I thought the quality was really cool. Yeah, it just made listening to it really great. And it made me want to watch the Prime show because I kind of am interested in listening to the music. I know you were just talking about music, but I'm interested in like (laughs) watching the show that has the music that they talk about in the book. Yeah. Um, Because I think that could be really interesting. And also, I think the fashion would be really cool to watch as well. So have you read Mm. anything by... Taylor Jenkins Reid? You know, I have not. And it's one of those things now, like, so many people have read, like, Seven Husbands. I'm like, do I need to read it, too? Like, do I have anything to say or add? (laughs) I liked Um, it. I like Seven Husbands. Are those the only two you've read by her? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. There's one that I'm interested in reading. It's called One True Loves. Um, And I'm pretty sure that's the one where... Um, a woman is married um, and her husband like goes missing on like a hiking trip. I might be making this up. Oh. I think she goes, mi- he goes missing on a hiking trip and is presumed dead. So she moves on, marries someone oh, else. The and, then, for that movie. and then this guy like basically comes back and is like, Hey honey, I'm home. And she's like, yeah, yeah, Oh yeah. shit. And she like fall in love with. Okay. Yeah. I remember watching the movie trailer for, for that. That did look good. 
Yeah, that that one is um is one I've I have because I found secondhand like five years ago. Mm-hmm. So I do I do own that one, and I own I think a hardback copy of Seven Husbands because that's how long ago I bought it. Hmm. I think you'd like it, Seven Husbands. Eh, maybe I don't know. I don't know if I like reading about old Hollywood and stuff. Mm, that's fair. Like, yeah, I Glamorous. I don't know. I don't know if I. I mean, I guess I don't know until I try, but. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to hear about my next book? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> the next book um, that I read was Killers of the Flower Moon, The Osage Murders and the Birth of Ooh. the FBI by David Grant. Um, and I actually decided to read this after I saw the trailer for the Martin Scorsese movie. I had like never heard of any of this about, you know, like in a history class of like what was going on. So I was like super intrigued by the premise um, and as somebody who doesn't like really enjoy history books, like I'm, I'm never going to go to a history section and, and get a book from there. Um, I thought this was an excellent book to like put your toes in the water of like nonfiction mm-hmm. because it reads very much like a really good fiction novel um, because the story yeah. is fascinating. Um, I was like gasping and shocked like at so many of the quote unquote plot twists, you know, the things that have really happened, you know, in the 1920s. Um, and if you're unfamiliar with the story, it's set in 1920s Kansas and the Osage Indians uh, were relocated from wherever they were originally from. I don't remember exactly, but they end up in Kansas and they end up being relocated to a v- very rich oil country. And it's, you know, their, their land because that's where, you know, they're, their camps, well, not their camps. What's that called? The Indian, the reservation. That's where their, their reservations. reservations are. Um, so they're sitting on oil land. So they're very, very rich. Um, and all the Osage natives were basically the wealthiest people in town. And so many white people resented them for it. And they even had like white servants and like really fine jewelry, clothes, and cars. Um, and then several Osage Indians are murdered and they happen to be like from the same family. And so it's just like this wild and like heartbreaking story, just the fact that we let it happen. Um, and it's also the reason the FBI is a thing now because they're help trying to solve the murder, you know, from a federal level. So really, really fascinating. I gave this one five stars. See, this one has been on my list for a couple years and especially I want to see the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad and I really want to see it, but since it's actually three and a half hours long, oh, we gosh, opted to see it at home. So we're going to yeah. wait until it's streaming. Um, and that also, so I really want to read David. I don't know if it's Grant or Gron. I want to read his newest book, The Wager. Oh, what's that about? Um, that one is well. First of all, it's a nautical thing, so you know okay. that me and nautical nonfiction uh-huh. is just like. Um, but it says it's a page-turning story of shipwreck, survival, and savagery, culminating in a court-martial that reveals a shocking truth. So. Gosh, this is the longest synopsis I've literally ever put my eyes on. It's three and a half. Okay. Um, so there is a ship. <laughs> um, it washes up on the coast of Brazil. Um, inside, 30 emaciated men barely alive, and they have a oh. story to tell. They were survivors on the Wager, a British vessel that had left England uh, two years prior on a secret mission during war with Spain. It had been chasing a treasure-filled galleon known as the Prize of All Oceans and had wrecked on a desolate island. Um, the men, marooned for months, built a flimsy craft and sailed more than 100 days, nearly 3,000 miles on stormy seas, and they were greeted on heroes. However, six months later, another, even more decrepit craft landed on the coast of Chile. 
This boat contained just three castaways, and they told a very different story. Hmm. The 30 sailors who landed were not heroes. They were mutineers. Uh-oh. The first group responded with countercharges. It became clear that the crew had fallen into anarchy, accusations of treachery, murder. Uh, There's a court martial to, deter- to determine who was telling the truth. The stakes were life and death. So, grand tale of human behavior at, at the extremes, told by one of our greatest nonfiction writers. Um, recreation of the hidden world of a British warship rivals the work of Patrick O'Brien. Um, his portrayal of the castaways' desperate straits stands up to classics such as *The Endurance*, which is another famous nautical nonfiction book. Mm-hmm. And um, as always, the incredible twists of the narrative hold the reader spellbound. That was the that was the short version. I summed up a lot. <laughs> you of skimmed. That, by the way. I skimmed. So thank you for your service. Yes. Um, so yeah. Wait, so that what, one, what time period is that? Set? Like what's seventeen hundreds? Oh, seventeen hundreds. Okay. Yeah, seventeen forty-two. Mm-hmm. The wager crashed in the ocean blue. <laughs> <laughs> so that one is also by David Gron, um, which came out this year and has been on the best-selling huh. um, bestsellers list. I was just then. thinking that since I don't work at the bookstore anymore, I like have no idea what's a bestseller anymore. Like I just, I, I like would know exactly, you know, what was bestseller <laughs> when I worked there. And I'm like, I have no idea. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I just did. I just did the list the other day. Um, they're not very surprising. I mean, yeah. you always have um, the new John Grisham is there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Lessons in Chemistry is still there. Stephen King's Holly, Tom Lake by Ann Patchett. Mm-hmm. Um, any uh, any ones that are surprising? Oh, the Heaven and Earth Grocery Store by James McBride is still on there. That one oh. actually takes place partially in. A nearby town, um, uh, okay, to where the bookstore is, uh, and then remarkably bright creatures is back on there. Sword catcher has been on there for a couple weeks. Good for Cassandra Clare, um, and then the, you know the, the typical paperback romances. Mm-hmm. Um, Seven husbands has been there on a, for a hundred and thirty eight weeks. Oh wow, total, um, which is. Eight weeks longer than it ends with us, which is still on there. <laughs> so, do you think? Do you think that, like with uh, with Matthew Perry's um, passing, that his um, memoir will also go back on the bestseller? Um, it's uh, potentially. Mm-hmm. However, there are no copies at the warehouse. I did check. Oh, okay. Um. So the supply might be an issue to make that happen. Who knows? Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. They might reprint it. Um, very sad, but yeah, I, I'm not sure. Huh. Um, next week we are getting iron flame, the sequel to fourth wing. How excited Yay. are you? Very excited. I think that I'm going to start reading it immediately. <gasps> I know Ooh. it's very, very out of character. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, make sure you uh, you ship ship my my copy pretty quick. <laughs> we will. It will be my top priority. Like, thank you. I appreciate yep. that. <laughs> uh, you know what I I realized, Rachel, is that we didn't talk about our fun fact or our, our mid fact or our unfun fact. Do you have a fun fact? <laughs> oh, my fun fact is that um, all day today I've been looking at. Um, hair and makeup people for the wedding and it's the worst task i've done why, thus far why is it the for worst? the wedding 
Um, it's just horrible. Multiple reasons. Um, first of all, I don't know anything about this. Like, mm, I don't yeah. know about being glamorous with my hair <laughs> or makeup. It's not something I do. So first of all, I'm looking at these pictures of the makeup and I'm like, is this even good? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then reaching out and then being like, oh, we are already booked <laughs> for the one person oh. I really liked. They messaged us, messaged me back that said they were fully booked, oh, which no. I guess I waited too long. But I it's one of those things since I didn't know about like I didn't uh-huh. know that it was so intense. Like, yeah, most people, I, I guess, do it a year ahead of time. And geez, that's which is crazy to me um and then also my friend and bridesmaid katie has been telling me you know certain things to watch out for because she got married um about a year ago now Mm -hmm. and um she actually did her own makeup for her wedding because her trial went so badly um (gasps) that she didn't want to didn't want them to do her makeup so I she told me she was like make sure that you do a trial with them and that yeah. if the trial is not free that there's a clause that you can get your money back if you don't like it oh, shoot. because she didn't get her money back and some of these people are charging 800 or 800 80 to 100 dollars for the trial and I'm like oh god so this one place that I wanted um because they had free trial those are the people who are booked so oh, no uh it's just becoming a mess and i'm gonna keep reaching out to people but it's not not looking promising i mean there's a ton of people out there and i'm sure like it'll be fine regardless but geez i didn't know it was so involved and it's also very expensive it's like over a hundred dollars a person so yeah um yeah so that's my not so fun fact did i ever tell you my makeup story for my wedding I think you might have. So, I mean, I know this is a book podcast, but I'm going to talk about my wedding. Um, So I was on a very shoestring budget for my wedding. I was like, I'm going to plan my wedding for $5,000. And that was my budget. I stuck to it. And so I decided that I didn't need to, you know, book a makeup person and have a look because that's a lot of money. So what I did do is on the day of my wedding, I did schedule like hair and makeup and I went in and I also, I'm like you, I don't ever wear makeup. I, I don't know. So I like literally was like on Pinterest looking for looks. I'm like, well, this one looks good. It looks like she's wearing makeup. That's great. So yeah. I like bring in this photo. And so I go in to get my hair and makeup done and they're like, oh, like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to a wedding. And they're like, well, how close are you to, you know, the bride and groom? I said, I'm, we're very close. <laughs> and um, uh, they did my hair and makeup and I was unrecognizable as myself. I hated it and I hate all my photos and like Aww. just because I saved um, some money. So that's my uh, – so I would definitely do a trial. <laughs> so yeah. you know what you're going to get into um, because, yeah, I don't I don't know makeup either. So that's my story. Yeah, I'll be honest. The, the only time recently I've had my makeup done was for my engagement photos. Mm, yeah. And I yeah. don't like the way I look in them. So <gasps> Really? Yeah, it's part of the reason I don't. I don't post a lot of them Mm -hmm. because the photos themselves are good, but I don't like my makeup and I don't like my hair because when I got to the salon, they were like, I can't do that. And it was just like, it was something so small that I like was like, okay, Hmm. you know, whatever. So now I'm like ultra worried. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I'm sure it'll be fine, but yeah, that's my not so fun fact. Okay. I just want, uh, 
the viewers to know that Rachel has the most incredible eyebrows I've ever seen. Like I am so jealous oh of God. her eyebrows. Like I want to get that that tattoo blading thing on my eyebrows to look like Rachel's because it's not fair. How great my I eyebrows mean, are. My eyebrows are great for 2023, but for 2008, I was like relentlessly bullied for my <laughs> yeah. eyebrows. So, yeah. you know, it's just all about the trends, man. I don't it's, know. It is, bro. I'm glad I didn't <laughs> wax them all off in 2009. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you didn't either. I mean, they probably would have grown back <laughs> I did, by now. I, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So I have a hypothetical question for you. So okay. I noticed this trope in books um, and it's like a trope where – a character knows a secret about another like character, even though there's like a misunderstanding about, about it, they would rather be fired or misunderstood than break the trust of the person whose secret they have. And I was like, did you do you understand what I'm saying? Kind of. Okay. So there's a secret. So like if someone has a, so uh, give, me me like, the, give me like people, like if you okay. have a secret about something. Okay. So say, um, say I have a coworker and my coworker, didn't reveal that they actually went to, I don't know, Yale or like they, they say on their resume that they went to Yale and they didn't go to Yale. And, um, they tell me the secret and they're like, keep my secret. But then it comes out and my boss thinks it's actually about me. And instead of me like coming clean, I would be like, Nope, I am keeping this person's secret and I'm going to quit my job over it. Because no. I'd rather quit my job than you know reveal their secret. No, because okay. <laughs> at that point, it's I feel like that that person is their coworker whose secret it is. That's her obligation to do the right thing. Like, right, just right. morally, it's like, come on, right? Because I've seen this like trope about secrets and then the miscommunication of someone thinking the secret's theirs, and they're like, I would rather quit my job or you know, blah blah. And I was just thinking about it, and I was like, no. am I a terrible person because I am going to out that person? Well, it means me, coworker, and my her, job, you know, her low GPA ass. Yeah, I'm not. Exactly. No, I'm not leaving my job for you. Yeah, and then I was like, "Am I a bad person, or is no. capitalism bad?" I don't know. So no, it, it's not. I would do the same thing. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say immediately in front of everyone. No, that was right, right, Stacy. Right. Yeah. I yeah. would go to Stacy and be like, "You tell the you tell the boss that it was you, yeah, or yeah. or I'm gonna punch you." I, don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't so do violent. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, we are getting we have close to thirty minutes. So, thanks for um, listening to me ramble about my books that I are read. we going to talk about the other next episode? Oh yeah, we should talk about our next episode. So, um, in well, two, not next episode. In two weeks, we're going to be doing like a Hunger Games like episode where so it's probably going to be a little spoilery. So you might want to skip that one if you're like I've been wanting to read. Um, cause we might do a little spoil, spoilery stuff talking about it. We're going to have my, my little brother Daniel on as a guest with us as we discuss the books, because that's the week that the new prequel, what is it? The songbird ballad of songbird and, snakes, of songbirds and snakes is coming yep. out, which you haven't read, correct? I have not read, but you're going to go see the movie. Yes. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? A controversial thing? I don't just doesn't seem like something you would do. I mean, I've done it before. Okay, well, should we should we push it back then until you saw the movie? I mean, well, we can maybe. we'll just have a general Hunger Games discussion and then maybe in a couple of weeks we can talk about the movie for give people time and the book for Ballad of Songbirds yeah. and Snakes. We'll figure so, it out, but there's we'll an upcoming Hunger Games episode yes. for sure. Just for sure. So, if you want to reread it, now's your time. 
do it in two weeks, y'all. All all three books, which you can do. Like I read all three. I read of them, them in, in two days. three days. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. You you got this, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, guys. Thanks again for listening. We we love you guys, and we'll mention all of the books. All of the books we mentioned will be in the show notes. So there you go. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Your Bookstore Besties. Please like, share, and subscribe so more people can listen. Have a beautifully bookish day.